Today on the Bowl of Life podcast, I am so excited to be joined by with the founders of Core and Rind. Candy and Rita have developed such a wonderful cheesy sauce product that is vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, plant-based, and shelf-stable. It has minimal ingredients, which is amazing. Their mission is to disrupt the inner aisle of the grocery store with this shelf-stable cheesy sauce. And guys, it is so good. I love this cheesy sauce so much. You're going to love this interview. So sit tight, turn up the volume, and let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to the Bowl of Life podcast with your hosts, Joe and Sarah Hayes. We are so glad you are here with us today talking about food, faith, and family, and how each of those topics impact our everyday life. The purpose of this podcast is to provide you with the inspiration to live your life more abundantly. On this podcast, we will talk openly about what we consume, whether that means what goes on our plate and in our mouths, or what we see, hear, and listen to, and how that can change our mindset for the day. We truly believe life is a journey. And that is full of lessons for each and every one of us to apply if we can get quiet and listen. We are so glad we get to experience this life journey together with you. So hey, go grab a spoon. Or a fork. And let's go. Hello and welcome back to the Bowl of Life podcast. Today I'm so excited to have Candy and Rita, founders of Core and Rind, on the podcast. Core and Rind is, well in my opinion, the best vegan cheesy sauce out there. I first came across corn rind a few years ago. I think it was 2018. And because 2020 has been so long, that seems so long ago. And I loved that their cheesy sauce was shelf sustainable, but it contained very minimal ingredients. So that's so important to me. And that combination can be hard to find those two things together. And I tried their sauce. I was hooked. It made my veggies taste better. It was nachos again, and it was so delicious. The taste is amazing. I reached out to them, and I guess the rest is history. (laughs) So Candy and Rita, it's so fun to connect. Welcome to the podcast. Can you tell us a little bit about yourselves and about Corn Rind and how you got the idea to even start a cheesy sauce brand? That was vegan and plant-based. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's exciting. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we started at our local farmer's market in St. Louis back in 2016. But, um, you know, I guess we should start with our inspiration. <laughs> um, Candy and I both took a culinary nutrition program. And um, Candy actually was the first one to take it. Um, at the Academy of Culinary Nutrition, and she invited me to her final presentation. And I was just so inspired. And we were both on the same kind of health journey. We were both having some health issues. People in our families were having health issues. And this just seemed, you know, like the perfect way to help ourselves, our families, and people around us, you know, by what, by looking at what we put in our bodies. So this program taught us how to heal with food and it's really what inspired us to create products um, to help people. 
That is so cool. So you guys had never like met each other before, like you saw the presentation. <laughs> oh yeah, we actually met back in college, <laughs> back in oh. the day. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so we were super unhealthy back then, right? Like lots of fast food. Lots of booze, lots of fun times, but also <laughs> uh, our bodies were like, please stop. <laughs> yeah. So that was so, before yeah, the culinary, yeah. that was before you went to the Culinary Nutrition Academy that you guys even knew each oh, other back yeah. in the day? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Even like, you know, maybe 10 years before that or so. I can't remember. Um, yeah, about 10 years. Um, but yeah, reconnected after college and realized Oh my gosh, we're on the same kind of path. So, yeah, yeah. the rest is history, That's- I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of the rest of history stories going on here, but that's so cool. So I didn't realize that you knew each other before the um, before you went to the nutrition culinary school. So that's was that kind of a decision? Like, did you guys go there together, or just kind of happenstance that that kind of happened? Well, I mean, no, we didn't go together. But I mean, I. I think we had both just been totally, you know, our passions had turned to food and how we could nourish ourselves. And I just got back from a trip from Ireland where this gorgeous, like organic farm and cookery school, um, the Ballymaloo Cookery School (laughs) in Cork. And it was so awesome and inspiring. And I was like, that's it. Like I'm doing something with food. I'm changed. I'm like gonna, you know, take my passion into what I do for, work you know and somehow take that into the world and um yeah it was so awesome whenever Rita was like I'm gonna do this too and it was just like magic just kind of started brewing because it was like you know we just felt so much um drive and excitement to help other people through through whatever we could learn you know at the culinary nutrition school so yeah really really fun stuff (laughs) Yeah, that is so cool. So have you always, both of you always loved um, kind of cooking? Have you always kind of been in the kitchen your whole life, kind of um, dabbling in, in kind of products and recipe creation, that type of thing? Is that kind of what spurred on, you know, going to Ireland even and visiting organic farms and stuff? Um, for me, no. I didn't uh, learn how to cook until this program pretty much or like you know a little bit before the program I didn't even know how to like cook anything you know like I could heat stuff on the stove I knew how to work the microwave (laughs) but yeah I didn't you know I didn't grow up with um, a lot of you know home-cooked meals like happening in the kitchen it was more like you know the traditional 80s and 90s boxed meals (laughs) um, happening so I was inspired later but yeah. Yeah. For me, it has always been um, a passion. I think I grew up vegetarian and at the time there weren't, um, you know, I guess it, it wasn't um, as popular to be vegan or vegetarian. And there was a lot of home cooked meals, um, you know, hippie parents. Um, <laughs> and I, I found that it, it was kind of a meditative thing to spend time in the kitchen and play around with baking and cooking different things. And I think to this day, it's still like, um, you know, a way 
to kind of center myself and have have fun, you know. So yeah, yeah. no, I totally, I totally understand that. I always think of the kitchen as kind of my uh, fun space to be creative and. Yeah, I'm just like, it's my happy place. (laughs) Right. Right. I definitely went through the same as you guys, like that college days when you're just like not being healthy (laughs) and living up the college life, you know, because of time and all this stuff. And, um, you know, college students these days, it's looking very differently for them, especially this year. But um, I love mm-hmm. that culinary nutrition school that you guys pointed out that they had this focus on the nutritional aspect of, of food. Can you explain a little bit more um, about that? Like the, you know, just I'm just so curious about that because so many, you know, food schools you might think of that don't focus really on that nutrition aspect of things. Yeah, so this is definitely a unique program. It's um, the Academy of Culinary Nutrition, and the woman who runs it is named Megan Telpner, and she's in Toronto. So it's a virtual, um, you can get a virtual like certification, so anyone can do it. And it was just, you know, you wouldn't think it would be that powerful, but I, I think Candy and I can both say that it was life-changing, and most of the people that come out of the program say the same. It's just... Um, it's nothing like, you know, it's not your typical nutrition school where you're going over, you know, how many calories you should consume and how much fat. It's more like what foods feed, you know, or build health in what ways. And it's just, um, mm-hmm. and how to cook delicious, delicious food with, with that information, Um, Because, you know, health food has always gotten kind of a bad rap, like it tastes bad, it's cardboard, it's not good, you know, and I think that's what inspired us to make products that kind of fill that gap in the middle aisles of the grocery store. Like, there's not, there aren't many health foods that are shelf stable that are very good or health building. And um, we wanted to, to fill that gap. So Right. Yeah. No, I love that. And I love that they, you know, that kind of wholesome approach to, to, you know, to it as well. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of times we can say shop the perimeter of the store, but eventually we're going to wander down the aisle. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's going to be unavoidable, you know, we need to grab something, you know, and you're going to pass by some foods that are unhealthy and human nature is best, you know, we love convenient type thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's a big part of our mission for sure. Yeah, right. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Cause I mean, there is just so much. Um, yeah, you can get simple canned ingredients and stuff, but you know, a lot of the stuff that catches our eyes in the middle aisles isn't the best for us. So I love that you guys are on the mission to to change that. So the final project that you did at the culinary school, did it have anything to do with the corn rind cheesy sauce that exists now? (laughs) Or was it a totally different project? (laughs) That is a fun Um, question. Mine was how to go dairy free. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yours was, I honestly, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, that was back in 2014 for me. So I don't remember the actual topic, but, um, yeah, that's funny. Um, but yeah, the whole program is actually dairy free. 
um, and, and real food based. So, you know, that's where a lot of the inspiration came from. Um, it's also, yeah, dairy free, gluten free, and just real food based. Um, and obviously, like, it has to be delicious and flavor packed. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, um, it, there's just no point <laughs> in our opinion. Yeah. So, yeah. Totally agree. Totally agree. So after school, then you guys decided to to partner together. Am I following kind of the timeline correctly? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We um, we started meeting, I think, when I was in the program, Candy and I started talking about what what can we do with this and what can we create? Should we start a blog? Should we, <laughs> you know... And somehow we landed on let's sell products at our that we develop at our local farmers market. And, you know, for some, I don't know how we got there, but I think part of it was that we were making so much from scratch, like everything from scratch, our sauces, our, you know, every meal we weren't everything was from scratch and really nourishing. And, you know, we're thinking, this is hard to maintain. And most people who don't have this knowledge probably aren't (laughs) going to cook like this, you know, can't even make the time to cook like this. So that's where, that's why we made, you know, these products. So we actually had 15 different (laughs) items when we first launched. Yeah. In our, at our (laughs) local farmer's market to kind of test out and see what people liked. Oh, wow. So what were some yeah. of those early, early products? <laughs> well, oh, hindsight yeah. is 2020, right? So we, <laughs> we did have some oat milk, so we dropped the ball on that <laughs> one. But it's not as much fun as cheesy sauce, right? That's, um, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Candy, what else did we have? Okay, so we had some organic juices that we prepared and sold, um, some like energy bites, you might call them. Um, We even had scones, I think, at our first market. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that didn't last long because that was the only item that was baked, and it was really, really hot in that church kitchen. (laughs) Yeah. Um, what else did we have? Oh, we had like a turmeric milk. We had like my mom's favorite, which was called Mojo. And it was like this, you know, dandy blend, like coffee, like cacao kind of drink. And it was so good. Um, yeah, it didn't have coffee, but you know, still had the pick me up vibes. Um, so yeah, cheesy sauce though, man. Oh yeah. We also had a, um, you know, a Caesar dressing that people were obsessed with, but cheesy sauce man like the the community feedback was so incredible and I just you know I I thank the community you know um from our St. Louis farmers market because it was you know if it hadn't gone well we probably were like okay you know let's think of something else but because people were like just so excited with us and for us and like loving everything they tried. It was like, wow, okay. (laughs) Okay. People do want this. They do want real food. They do want, you know, simple ingredients that can nourish you and also taste amazing. So yeah. (laughs) 
So that was the, that was the winner then out of all the products. Like that was the one that was like, okay, yeah. this is different. This is new. People are receptive and looking for this type of product to use. Yes. Yeah. I would say, yeah, it was so incredible just to hear the feedback and see people's reactions. They were like, you know, people who knew what it was, you know, cause back in the day, um, 2017, no, 16, Oh, May, 2016, this was happening. So, you know, not many people, especially in the Midwest knew what a plant-based cheese was, but the people who would try it, who knew what it was were like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. I tried to make this at home and either it didn't work out and it was kind of a bummer or they, if they said, yeah, it did work out, but man, it's like, you know, so much work to try to get it all together. And like, amongst everything else I'm trying to cook, like, it would be so great to be able to buy this. And then our other favorite part was people who had no idea that it was dairy free. Like there was like, I love the reactions of like, you sure there's no cheese in here? Like, Ah. like, are you kidding? Like, how like, so what is like, they were so cool. It was baffling and exciting at the same time for people. Um, yeah. So yeah. Oh, that'd be yeah. fun to be back in when you first had launched back at those farmers markets. That would be cool just to be I watching reactions and such. And so, how did you come yes. up um, with the ingredients that were in there? And kind of did that go through any variations over time as you got kind of feedback at the farmers markets? Did the recipe ever change? Or <laughs> well, I know the very there. Let me tell you. Yeah. So that original recipe at the farmer's market was not, is not the recipe that you're eating now. So we, that was a refrigerated version actually. So yeah. So we actually didn't launch our original sauce, our original cashew cheesy sauce until October, 2017, because after we got all this feedback, we thought, okay, this is delicious. People want it, but we want to ship this and we want to disrupt the middle aisles of the grocery store, like challenge the Tostitos of the world, because, mm-hmm. you know, those are comfort foods. Those were comfort foods for us back when we were unhealthy. So what, how can we, um, you know, make, make a replacement for this? And so we took a year and a half actually to make it shelf stable by only using real ingredients. And Candy and I do not have a colon or <laughs> do not have a food science background. So it was literally us talking to our, you know, the FDA and the local health officials and then testing in our kitchen. So it took quite a few iterations, like over 150 <laughs> tries um, before we actually got the final recipe. And it was perfect and delicious, but also shelf stable and clean label. So it was, um, it was a challenge, probably the challenge of our, our, you know, our biggest challenge was getting the product right, you know? Um, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. sure because I mean, look at so many products on the market that are shelf stable and they always have some type of additive or, um, you know, you guys would probably know more of them off the top of my head than myself, but like soy like a 10, right? That's a one. And your guys don't, you don't have that in yours. It's just like all <laughs> normal ingredients that I can pronounce. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> 
So yeah. looking at yes. looking at the ingredients, is it the um the apple cider vinegar? Is that what makes it shelf stable? Like what what ingredient in it does make it okay to be shelf stable then? That's a well, great question, Sarah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I you know, when people ask us, it's honestly the combination of the ingredients. Um, you know, it's it's a lot of a lot of different things in there, but yeah, it's like the combination. I think, you know, just working on it for that long and we we honestly had a moment of just like, is this even possible? Because we've been working on this for over a year and like, you know, we hadn't reached it yet. We were close. Um, but yeah, got some inspiration from a, a fellow food brand, Milk, because I, um, you know, I just saw her ingredient list. I'm like, look, you know, it's just real stuff like cashews, water, you know, Himalayan sea salt or something. Right. And so it was like that last push, I feel like that I needed anyway, that was like, okay, this is possible. And number two, like people do want this. And number three, this tastes amazing. So like, it is possible. Let's keep going. Like, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, I went off a little tangent there, but like, that ah. was, that was a great pivotal moment for us of just like, yes, <laughs> keep going. It's possible. Right. People want this. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, that's the hard part of entrepreneurship, right? You definitely have to have that strong drive of to keep going. Now, were you, um, while you were taking, what did you say, a year and a half to develop it, this, were you still at, like doing the farm market, selling it, you know, just to kind of have something else coming on? Or were you kind of like just let's just focus on this and get this up and ready. <laughs> yeah, we were just um, focusing on getting it up and running and kind of trying to figure out how we wanted to, you know, market it when we finally did launch and just um, what our plans were for the future. Um, and we were still working, you know, at our full-time jobs too. So it was kind of just, I would go over to Candy's house after work and we'd, you know, make a few <laughs> different recipes or try it out a few different times and then eat like a boatload of mac and cheese. And then I'd go home and, <laughs> um, yeah, we ate, a, we ate a lot of mac and cheese and nachos during this year and a half. But, um, oh man, you, have you ever looked at mac and cheese or nachos the same way? <laughs> you know what, though? Like, I am still obsessed to this day. Like, we both are still obsessed to this day. I'm like, yes, bring on the mac and cheesy. Like, bring on the nachos. <laughs> That's how still you know a winner, right? When you still want to do it over and over and over again. And, you, you know, yeah, that's when you know, like, okay, we have a winner going on here. So. Yeah, I'm already thinking about my snack of cheesy sauce and plantain chips after the podcast. So, oh, man. So, so I'm looking at the ingredients here once again. So, water, pumpkin. Now, I'm assuming you added pumpkin for like the color to give it that nice, rich kind of cheese color. Is that the yeah, and the yeah. nutrition, nutrition, wow. vitamin A, and you know, it's a veggie. Bring it on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah honestly, yeah. that's kind of what attracted me to this because I was like, why? Okay, I was like, the first ingredient is, you know, they always say what that's important, like the first three ingredients of a product, right? I think I've heard that are the first three or four. You know, yeah. I, yeah. I that and I, 
Yeah, that's a good start. Water pumpkin cashews. I was like, you can't get more pure than that, right? (laughs) Like, that's just uh, pure ingredients there. And, uh, you know, then it's got, you know, nutritional yeast, Dijon mustard, and then depending on, you know, the variety here, I think I'm holding the spicy chipotle, um, which is amazing. It, you know, has a few other ingredients as well, spices and such. Um, Yeah, so when did... uh, when did you start thinking about branching out into, because you just started with the original, correct? Or was it the original and the the um, more spicier one too? Or was it just the original for a while? Yeah, um, we launched the original, which is now called Sharp and Tangy in October, 2017. And then we launched the, you know, we thought we were developing, you know, we thought we needed a spicy version for sure. So we developed that. And I think that was, um, it was the next year, pretty early on in the next year, I think February, 2018. Yeah, that sounds right. Mm-hmm. That was when yeah. that, the spicy one came out. So you have sharp and tangy, spicy, and then how long has it been since the third variation has been out? The smoke, the smoky one. Yeah, oh, the yeah. Rich smoky. Um, rich March nineteen. <laughs> yeah, about a year after the bold and spicy came out. Yeah, so you have the three. You have the sharp and tangy, the um, bold and spicy, and then the rich and smoky, which are all fabulous. Now. Was developing that rich and smoky one, was that just feedback you were receiving that people were like, man, we really want something with a, like a smoky deep flavor? Um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> it was just what Rita and I wanted to eat. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. You're like, if we want to eat it, others are going to want to eat. <laughs> yeah. And we're in barbecue country here in St. Louis, Missouri. So, you know, we thought we love those smoky flavors and I, um, they're, you know, it's a popular thing in the Midwest too. And I think oh, yeah. that, um, you know, Kennedy and I also used to love like smoked Gouda cheese. So that was an inspiration too. like just that smoky cheese flavor can really, um, like elevate a dish in a different way. So, yeah. And yeah, we just want yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you all the bases. Got all the bases covered in my in my opinion. Um, so with with having the spicier one, which is great for nachos and you know those spicier kind of Southwest dishes, and like you said, the Midwest. Yeah, um, I grew up in Indiana, so yeah, totally familiar with you know not quite as barbecue heavy as you know maybe down in Missouri, but still uh, you know pretty up yeah. there on, on that hearty Midwest kind of food. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I love um now the consistency of the cheesy sauce is kind of more that kind of um, nacho-y kind of um, almost, I don't know, Alfredo-y kind of consistency where it's a little more runny. Now, has it ever been like a thicker type of a dip or has it always kind of been this um, – more consistency that you can blend into things, dip into things, you know, put it with your pasta type of thing. Um, Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's always been, um, we wanted to create something that's more 
that's versatile. So it's not just a dip. It's not just a sauce, but yeah, you can use it, you know, in baked goods or you can use it as a replacement for your salad dressing. You can use it as a pizza sauce. So we wanted to make sure it was versatile and it wasn't just thick or had, you know, chunks of other veggies in it or anything or, you know, like peppers in it. We wanted it to be, you know, something that people could play with in the kitchen and use in a lot of different ways and just be, you know, a new pantry staple for people. Right. Yeah. Like you said, that, that variation is key, you know, and I'm thinking back to maybe you guys back in the day in college and all those college students who are in their dorm or apartment and they just need to open it up and dip a carrot or dip a chip or, you know, they're probably dipping chips rather than carrots. (laughs) And that goes kind of back to your mission of providing something for, you know, that middle aisle of the store that's healthy, but also just ready to use right when you pop the lid, you don't need to mix it with anything. Um, you know, so that's really cool yeah. that you just open the lid yeah. and you know, just go, you know, you can open the lid and go. That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's smooth it's flavor packed it's ready to go <laughs> yeah, so cool yeah so it's it's plant-based it's vegan what are some kind of other um kind of categories does it does it fit in um I'm looking at there's a lot here on the label but you, you guys tell me so what other kind of certifications does it does it kind of fit into our diet lifestyles <laughs> yeah yeah um Yeah. Okay. So the lifestyles it kind of fits into, which I love, you know, it's, it's not like we're focusing on one particular, you know, lifestyle. Um, It's just real food, but yeah, it happens to fit into, you know, if you're trying to be more plant-based, if you are vegan or vegetarian, uh, paleo, it's keto friendly. Um, And also, you know, whole 30 friendly, if you're on, you know, the whole 30, it's like, a perfect addition to, you know, jazz up your meals. Um, but yeah, that's something, you know, Rita and I love to just focus on that. It's real food, you know, no matter where you're at or what you're doing with your, your health or your nutrition or just what you like to eat. (laughs) Um, you know, this can fit into so many lifestyles, so many different ways. And, you know, it's like, we have, gone through a lot of different, you know, lifestyle changes, I guess, over the years. And, you know, I just love that our cashew cheesy sauce fits into like anything, (laughs) any, any of the variations that we've both been through, um, over the past years. So yeah, it's just, um, it's pretty much for everyone besides people who can't have cashews. So (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I love that because I mean, there is such the hype around some of those diets, lifestyles that you mentioned. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I think, um, especially as this year has been so crazy with everything going on with the pandemic, I think everybody is kind of turning to more like, well, how can I eat better? And there's a huge focus on that and a huge focus on, you know, real food. Um, So it's amazing. But we want want real food, but, you know, we also want it to be easy, which is what I love about your product is it is real food, 
but it's also easy. So, you know, we, we already have those bases covered, you know, you can't argue there with, <laughs> with that. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah, when people say, need. Oh, go ahead. oh yeah, go ahead. I was just <laughs> saying, you know, comfort food. <laughs> yeah, comfort food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah especially. Everyone's looking for comfort Yeah, food especially, right at, you know, in Missouri, you know, you're headed into some colder months as well. And we all kind of want that, that comfort food. And it's like, okay, yeah, but I know I need to be eating healthier. Okay, so how about like I saute some kale with and then top it with cheesy sauce. There we got some green and we got some comfort. Yeah. That's exactly. so healthy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so speaking of kind of food, you had mentioned dipping plantains into um, the cheesy sauce. What are some other kind of fun ways that you love to use the cheesy sauce. We love, you know, I think it's always so cool to hear when the owners themselves of a product, like, what, how do you actually use it? <laughs> yeah. What are your favorite recipes? I think that one way that people don't think to use of it, use it often is um, on a pizza. Like Candy and I really love to make a pizza with it. So with marinara mm-hmm. and our cheesy sauce and you know, your favorite toppings. I think that that, um, and then bake it, you know, at a higher heat and it gets all bubbly and cheesy and delicious. And it's, um, I think that's one of my favorite, you know, comfort foods to make with it. Um, yeah. I mean, it's great. It's just a healthy dip. (laughs) Yeah. um, Candy makes an awesome recipe of, um, it's actually on our website. It's, roasted cauliflower there with our smoky sauce. So it tastes like, you know, wing, it's cauliflower wings, but you know, it's just a delicious comfort food too. Mm, Totally. Um, I invite cashew cheesy sauce in so many ways (laughs) into my life, you know, besides just like, you know, um, working on the brand and, and selling it all the time. It's like, I need it on my tacos. (laughs) I love it on my eggs. Um, I, you know, like toss it into my soups and chilies, you know, whether it's like in there or just like on top, you know, there's like a lovely, like cheesy yumminess on the top. Um, And I mean, like anything cheesy, you know, like nachos, loaded nachos. um, Yeah. Like on your roasted veggies um enchiladas oh my gosh and of course mac and cheese I mean (laughs) cheesy biscuits (laughs) oh that's right oh my gosh I have to say this yes Sarah so yeah cheesy biscuits I think like a cheesy potato maybe too right we're all we're all midwest people here like you got oh yes (laughs) (laughs) cheesy potatoes um but yeah Yeah, yesterday was Yeah, sorry. I was just gonna say, um, yesterday was actually my birthday. And (laughs) thanks. Um, Yeah, so Rita, totally, you know, totally came through with the cheesy biscuits. (laughs) She's made cheesy biscuits for me for at least three years in a row now for my birthday. And (laughs) oh, it's just the best. I'm just like, trying to like savor them, but also gobble them down at the same time. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So, so sweet. Yeah. So the cheesy biscuits, is that recipe on your website? 
Yes, oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, goodness, man. Those those sound like they would be perfect to make for any holiday dinner. <laughs> I know yeah, my kids would go for those. <laughs> Easy, savory, chivy. Oh my gosh, so good. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So, how many jars of TV sauce do you have in your opened in your refrigerator right now? <laughs> oh, I have one of each flavor for sure. Oh my gosh, that's a great question. I think I have probably seven to eight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I just had some pals over, um, you know, just a few pals over for, you know, my birthday and stuff. And um, I just, I'm like, there were some people who had never tried it. And I'm like, that's it. I'm opening one of each. You're trying them all. <laughs> like, and it was, um, it was so awesome and heartwarming to see that reaction again, you know, like because of 2020 and whatnot, we haven't been able to, you know, be with our customers one-on-one and face-to-face anymore. So just like seeing him and the whole group, like, like he was freaking out and I loved it. <laughs> you know, he's like, oh, that's it. Like this is all I need, and like right, that's what keeps you going, right? That's what keeps you wanting to keep expanding and keep getting it out (laughs) to market, right? I mean, it just keeps giving you that, like, oh, okay, when you get that reaction back, which you guys just told me some exciting, exciting news about some expansion, even internationally. So, can you tell us a little bit, like, about? you know, not only your website, but where all we can, you know, find that, including this new news you just told me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We were really, really excited this year. Um, We've always had an awesome partnership with Whole Foods, you know, at least over the past year at our three local stores here in St. Louis, Missouri, but they actually um, brought us into the whole Midwest region. So you can find it on shelves and, um, you know, throughout the Midwest now, which is really, really exciting. Um, yeah. And then we're also on Thrive Market, thrivemarket.com. Um, you can find us just at coreandrine.com too. Um, and then, you know, we're in a lot of independent stores across the country, probably about 60 or 70 smaller independent stores. Um, we're in Air One in California. And yes, we're expanding into Canada this month. So Ooh. it's very, very exciting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is so cool. And I expect just as um, there is a more focus on, you know, plant-based eating and eating more real foods, um, you know, that is just going to keep expanding. And it's so cool just to kind of see the growth that you guys have had. Um, it's just amazing to me. And I'm so, so excited to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you know, help it along and be part of it and, you know, promote you guys because it's just, it's a cool story and you guys are doing such amazing things with a real food that is shelf stable. <laughs> I always come back to that. It's like <laughs> real food, but shelf stable, which doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's like that that alone sells itself. I I think um just all the pure ingredients. So you mentioned your website cornryan.com. You can head over there um and I definitely everyone that's listening needs to sign up for your newsletter because you guys are constantly sending out fun deals and free shipping deals. So even if 
you can't find corn rind cheesy sauce in the market near you, you can always, you know, stock up on it online. And hey, we are in stock up 2020. So, you know, <laughs> yes. <out>, right? <laughs> Never yeah, run out. Exactly. So you can, you know, you can be like uh, Candy and introduce it to new people when they come over for very small (laughs) gatherings at the holidays. Exactly. All the cheesy news. (laughs) It also makes a great cheesy gift if you want to stock up on Black Friday for, you know, a stocking stuffer gift. It's um, (laughs) always fun to get food, I think. Well, yeah, you know, and I'm. I think too, like I've gifted it to um, friends who have like gone on Whole30 or something for the new year and um, housewarming gifts and such such in the past. And it's always gone over so well and they love it. And it's just fun to introduce it to more to more people. So are you on social media at Corinrine too on all the social media? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instagram and Facebook, Corinrine. You can find us there. Ah, perfect. (laughs) Oh, this is fun. So great holiday gift. Great time to stock up. Always have this in your fridge, on your shelves. I always do. I don't think there's ever been a time. And actually, you guys will find this funny. I think I have got down to where like I only have one jar in my pantry. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like, I gotta order. I gotta order. (laughs) I never want to be, I never want to run out because it honestly, um, you know, I'll, on the blog, bad to the bowl. We eat a lot of things out of bowls and the cheesy sauce <laughs> makes those bowls just outstanding. It gives it just like a little, I don't know, an awesome flavor add to the bowl. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. It's that so last, I'm, you know, judge that you need to make it like that, you know, pe- reach, reach the peak of awesomeness. <laughs> like, yes, there know. we go. Always about that. <laughs> Uh, always about yeah. that food. Oh, I love your guys' sauce. I'm going to link all the links on where to um, find you on your website, on, on our show notes. But thanks, guys, for coming on and talking about the cheesy sauce. And everyone needs to go out and stock up on this for the holiday season, for the New Year season. Do it now. And you will have delicious <laughs> meals all winter long and more. <laughs> so. Yeah. Love thanks it. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks, Sarah. Thanks, thanks for being so a supporter yeah. from the beginning. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we love sure. the love. Thank you so much, guys. <laughs> Thank you. That was such a fun interview, and I really hope that you go check out the Core and Rind website or just head over to our show notes on our sponsored blog, badtothebull.com forward slash nine and you can find all the links there plus if you want to grab some of this cheesy sauce for yourself i have a discount code for you use bad to the bowl at checkout and get 15 percent off your first order in every order <laughs> so go check that out i'm going to also put that in the show notes just a reminder that's at bad to the bowl.com forward slash nine and grab some of that cheesy sauce for yourself because it is delicious. You're going to love using it. I have recipes on the Bad to the Bull blog on how to use it as well as Corin Rind. I have partnered with them to develop recipes as well and you'll find lots of cheesy recipe options so you can enjoy whatever variety of sauce suits your needs. So go check it out. Thanks. Thanks.